what began as an experiment to bring my 11-year-old daughter into my business has evolved into Our Young Creators, a podcast, a training center, and a movement dedicated to equipping kids with real-world marketable skills so that they can fund their own brighter futures. We're here to inspire you to turn consumption time on devices into creation time and use technology as a tool to bond and not bicker with your kids. Join us each week as we share the inner workings of our partnership and bring you stories from guests of all ages and from all walks of life on our quest to nurture and to celebrate our young creators. Good morning, everyone. I am so excited to be here with you today to bring you today's guest. She's someone that I met, we're thinking about a year ago. We were just discussing this right before we hopped on live, and we were discussing the fact that online time works a little bit differently. It's a very cool thing. So today, I wanted to bring on this guest who I had been chatting with a number of times. You heard me speak about her a ton of different times. I shared a podcast episode we did a few weeks ago for her podcast. So I'm so excited to bring this guest on today. Before I bring her on, though, I want to say welcome. If this is your first time tuning into a live video here at Our Young Creators, I'm so glad you have found us. And if you're a return viewer, welcome, welcome. I love you all. Glad you're tuning in because today's topic is something that as business owners and as parents, we sometimes don't think enough about. So in case we haven't met, my name is Young Pratt, and I'm a 17-year performing arts studio owner turned chief dreamer right here at Our Young Creators. And here at OYC, we are passionate about helping parents and kids learn to bond over time they're spending on their devices by learning skills to become creators rather than just consumers. And our guest today is Deb Laflamme. I'm so excited she's here. I'm excited to introduce her on the podcast for the first time. Now, Deb is the owner and ideapreneur at For the Love of Your Biz. And she supports a various clientele from real estate to retail, author to fitness, health coaches to action-taking entrepreneurs. What I love is that her passion is guiding business owners to build relationships with customers and creatively market their businesses online. 
Now, I've been following Deb for some time now, and I'm always inspired about what she's bringing to the table. Her ideas are second to none. She really has so many great ways for us as business owners to use this online space to market our businesses better. So without further ado, I would love to bring on our guest today, Miss Deb Laflamme. As she's coming on live, if you're catching us live right now, I would love for you to say hello and let us know where you are tuning in from today. Welcome, Deb. I'm so glad you're here today. Hey, Young. Thank you so much. What an amazing introduction. I'm going to have to download the transcript of that <laughs> and maybe, honestly, use that as the intro for my podcast. I mean, you just basically did that. You just took care of that for me. Thank you so much. Amazing. How are you? I am so wonderful. And I am just really just beyond excited that you're here today because we've been talking about getting you on this podcast for a very long time and mm. it's finally happening. Yes, yes. And I uh, want to say I'm honored to be here. Everything happens at the time it's supposed to, right? They say there's no coincidences. So I'm really glad that we're here you are, as um, I love to brag, the person who inspired me to start my podcast. So it's full circle now with me being a guest on yours. Thanks. Amazing. Yes. And again, it's my pleasure to have you here. I would love to hear the story about how you became the chief ideapreneur at For the Love of Your Biz. Yeah, sure. Well, so my business is built on the premise that business owners are amazing at what they do. They, they started their business, they had this passion, they had this product, this service. And at the end of the day, every single time, every time I talk to a business owner, an entrepreneur, a mid-sized business owner, marketing falls to the bottom of their list. Not because they don't wanna market, but because they're busy doing all of the other things, taking care of customers, taking care of employees, doing their finances, ordering products, dealing with web people. I mean, I could go on and on and on. But what was happening was over the time of working with business owners, the same questions would come up. The question that I know probably many of your listeners have, what do I say to get my product or service out? Where do I say it? How do I say it? And it came to me that I easily could come up with creative ways for you to market your business online. And business owners just were being blocked or feeling overwhelmed when it came to sharing their story. So there was the ideapreneurship that um, was gifted to me in a moment where it didn't have to be hard anymore. And that's what came naturally mm -hmm. to me. And I wanted people to have lists of ideas. Um, I call them prompts, really. If I give you a prompt to market your business, to share your story, it's a prompt. It's really all it is. It's, it's, it's to get your engine started. It's to start a conversation. Um, and then everything else kind of magically happens because you've got your own voice in your own business. So, I mean, it's a gift that I really feel that I have that I was hiding because mm -hmm. I was trying to help business owners do all the different things. When I realized that at the end of the day, they all needed guidance on how to share their story. And that's really such a critical component 
especially in the online space when we're really being bombarded by so many different things. So what I love that you're able to do is give us these prompts and help us really, like you said, start the wheels turning to help us tell these stories because it is the stories that we're telling about why we started our businesses or how we got to where we are today. Those are the things that connect us to the people who need our services and our products the most. And you definitely have a gift for that. I love your lists. Whenever you post something, it's like, oh, why didn't I think about that? Mm-hmm. And, and I love it because you said that you're making it simple. You're, you're not telling us exactly, you know, post this picture at this time on this platform. You're saying, no, here's some ideas for you. Now take it and make it yours, which I think yeah, is yeah. really a critical component that I think when I look at other, you know, marketing coaches out there, you know, it's, it's, taking, someone else's, yeah. Yeah, it's taking someone else's playbook and trying to make it fit into yours. And I know from experience, that's never worked well for me. So I love that the ideas that you present us are there. And then we can really put our own spin on it, which I think is a beautiful thing. And just watching how you work with your clients and how your clients are showing up online since really starting to follow you is really such an amazing thing to watch. Well, I want to say that um, people don't buy from a brand, Yes. right? They buy from people. And so your thing, whatever your thing is, whether it's a product or a service, this can go for anybody, any business, any size. At the end of the day, I want to know who made it, who created it, who came up with it. And so I think we do lose that disconnect when we're trying to market our things, sell our things, right? And again, these are entrepreneurs and, and small business people who absolutely love what they do who they do it for, but literally get stopped at the moment of how do I tell people about what I have to offer today? And so, like you said, these prompts get you started. It's not that you're not creative. It's not that you're not capable of sharing your story. You just need someone behind you to kind of like poke you on the back and be like, you got it. You can do this. And this is an easier way to do it. And I would say that most of the people I work with, my audience has is just like you, Young, that they've tried those systematic ways of marketing your biz. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, uh, a map or a road, you know, um, uh, what do they call it? A blueprint Mm -hmm. doesn't always work for everybody, especially if you're doing it all on your own. That's a really big piece is you have to find a way that it works for you to reach your dream client at the time that they need you most. And so thank you for reminding me of that, that it, it is, it's a customized way for online marketers to reach their dream clients. Yes. And, and what I really, really resonate with is that you made it so simple. It's not this complicated formula. It's not something that we have to, you know, spend the entire day doing and put aside the things that we're doing in our businesses to help mm-hmm. them grow. And, you know, it's really interesting because before I came into the online space, I was the business owner that, really thought that my work would stand for itself. The results we were getting with the kids we were working with would stand for itself. And I didn't really feel like I needed to spend any time doing marketing. Marketing. Yeah. And it's it's so true because we're always busy doing all the other things. And a lot of the people that I know you work with, that I work with, are also parents. So we have another hat that we have to sort of figure out how to balance in the mix of the day. 
And what I've discovered though in the online space is that you have to, <clears throat> excuse me, you have to have the story and you have to be letting people know who you are because like you said, people are not buying from brands. They're buying from people that they resonate with. You have similar interests, you have similar stories, you like the same products, you like to do the same activities. When people start to see those things, that's when they say, oh yeah, I like Deb over there because she hangs out over here in this group, but I like this group and she likes to go for walks and go to the gym and I like those things and she has a dog and, you know, being able to bring our whole selves into this online space, I feel like is the key to really being able to attract those people who, again, need us the most. Right, right. And I would say that, that like, you just named a couple of things that you've obviously seen me talk about in my Instagram stories or in my Facebook posts that have allowed us to get to know each other better. You know, I, I love to, to work with brick and mortar businesses because they have the power of getting people to come into their business. But I especially love to work with online business owners because they think that the devices, the, the tech, the websites, the platforms are an obstacle. And I see them as an opportunity because yes. really you can reach your dream client at times of the day that you potentially wouldn't reach them if you had a, a store that was only open 12 to 2 on a Saturday. You can actually reach them when they need to hear from you most, when they need what you bring to the table to solve their problem. And so I want everyone to know, and I know that you and I love to talk about how technology is an opportunity and not an obstacle, whether it's in your business or in your family. Yes, absolutely. And I just love that, that technology is not an obstacle, it's an opportunity. And that's never been more true than today because mm -hmm. Everybody from little kids to grandparents, yeah. we're, we're all on our devices at different levels and different capacities. We're consuming information differently, but the opportunity to be able to have a voice and share your story and become a creator and, and really design this life any way that you choose by using those devices, that is the power of what technology offers to us these days. And I think that's one of the reasons that you and I connect so much is because we're both on the same page with that, that it's an opportunity, not an obstacle. You know, I'll tell you a little story, Young. Um, in my pre-owning my own business days, I uh, was an activities director at an assisted living community. Mm. And my residents at the time, this has to be 20 years ago. Okay, they were just starting <laughs> with yahoo.com and aol.com email lists, uh, email addresses. And these retirees, we'll call them, they were seniors, you know, they were 70 and older at the time. They wanted to email their grandkids. It's all they wanted yes. to do. I mean, and really at the time, 20 years ago, other than shopping online and, and email, there wasn't really more that they would need it for. They definitely weren't shopping yeah. online and we had a centralized <laughs> computer in the activity space. And I was teaching seniors how to use Yahoo and AOL.com to connect with their grandkids. So, I mean, when you think of that, and then you think of the fact that business owners can connect with their dream clients on the internet, it's, it's just, there's more positive than negative when it comes to communication. 
I absolutely agree. And now that we're on the subject of people of all ages using technology, I would love for you to share the story of your daughter, because I know when you launched your podcast recently, your daughter was pretty integral in this whole part. Can you tell us about how that came about and what she's doing to help you and use this technology in a very positive way to benefit not only your business, but your relationship together. Yeah, sure. So I actually have two daughters. Um, I have a 14 year old and a nine year old. They'll actually, their birthdays are are coming up soon. So they'll be 15 and 10 soon, which is crazy. I thought for sure that um, my younger daughter was gonna be the Mm -hmm. one who wanted to participate in my business. But actually, to my surprise, it was the older one. Um, and both my kids see me online a lot. My husband sees me online a lot. You know, I'm on my phone a lot. I'm in t- connected to my laptop, very connected to my clients and to my groups on Facebook. And I laugh because I always say, well, you know, I get paid to be on my device. You know, do you want to get paid to be on your device? And so um, then it became like, hey, do you want to help me with my business? And my older daughter did, but wasn't sure how she could be helpful. And you gave me the idea of of your daughter, Daphne, I think, doing the slides for your class and being an integral part in helping you teach families ways to use the internet, you know, in their business and work together. So my idea was to have my daughter, my 14 year old daughter, do the intro to my podcast and actually when we wrote the script you know i was actually full of joy thinking (laughs) she's talking about me in my business like these are the things that she's thinking about and now she gets to speak it and i will tell you that having her record that her and i just sitting and doing the recording of that a couple of times and we we did a couple she didn't like all of them some of them she was talking too fast right it was a process when When I use that intro, which I use it probably 90% of the time, every time I do a longer podcast, I get a message that says, oh my goodness, I love hearing your daughter introduce you. She sounds so proud. And I mean, for me, it's like the first step of having her be a part of my business. And I want her to be involved. I want both of them to be involved. My husband's more involved in the back end, helping with finances and things like that. I want them to be a part of it because I want them to know that everything I do in my business is to help our family. And I think that's the piece. It's, it's, I want it to be a family business. I want them to have a part in it so that they are as connected to everything I do as I am. And I mean, this is just the beginning of us working together. I know she's done database work for me. She's put in uh, email addresses from business cards that I've gotten at events. She's helped me stuff bags when I've done a, when I've had events, like there's lots of different things that your kids can do to be a part of your business, but hearing their voice, like I got to capture her voice mm-hmm. and people hear it every time they listen to my podcast, which I love. So I'm actually thinking of interviewing both my kids for my podcast as an upcoming episode and have them talk about what it's like to have a mom who is an online business owner who works from home, because I know there are pros and cons to having me around so often. <laughs> yes, and there's so much joy that I, I get when I hear this story because I think this is a lesson for anyone listening or watching today that our kids are waiting to be asked to come in. For sure. Because they are using their devices 
but they're, you know, they don't know what's happening. They're just doing what their friends are doing. So if we as the adults can really say, yes, I'm giving you permission. I would like for you to try this and see what you think. First of all, the relationships that we're building with our kids can be so much stronger because we're listening, we're hearing Mm -hmm. them, we're giving them an opportunity to share their gifts, their talents, and their voices. And that's really setting them up for success later in life because they've experienced different things. And they've done different things with you and they can find their way a little easier, I believe, in the in the future because they've had opportunities that most kids don't get to have so having online business owner parents i think is such an amazing way to be able to guide our kids to show them this is what i do but you can do this too and here's how i can help you do that Mm -hmm. i had an in-person event in may and she asked if she could come She spent the whole day there Mm -hmm. and she was photographing and taking video of the event, which was amazing. And then we got to post it on Instagram and Facebook (laughs) and promote the event. But I also think like you just made a really good point that, you know, when we involve them, we give them a gift that you, that other kids won't necessarily get because their parents maybe don't work for themselves. I mean, the confidence level that a young daughter could receive from doing the audio of your podcast Mm -hmm. It's pretty special. And I will tell you that people in the, in my town that, that know that I'm a business owner and maybe listen to my podcast, when they see her, they tell her that they loved hearing her do the intro of my podcast. And she comes home and tells me, you know, so-and-so said they loved hearing my voice. And I was like, isn't that great? Like, what a good connection to your mom's business. And that's a really important point, too, because they're getting validation from the work that they're doing with you, even though they didn't know what it was going to turn out like. Now being on the other side of one, having you've preserved her voice at this age forever. You can always go back and listen to that. Even when she's off to college or married and has her own kids, you can play that for grandkids someday. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a really, really special thing about podcasting and online marketing now because you have the capacity to have these snapshots of time and record them in real time to hear those voices, to see those firsts. So that's huge. But then also, I know my youngest had a really hard time with this, and that was hearing her voice on playback. She she liked the recording of it. She thought it was okay. She thought the script was fine. And, And we actually had to, I had to go in and actually change the speed of her her recitation because it was really fast because she was a bit nervous. And even though we did it off camera, we just did the audio. She didn't like to hear it played back now. So it's so funny that your, your daughter is, is cool with other people listening to her now, because that was for us a bit of a stumbling block because it's something we all have to get used to, right? The first time I heard myself on a podcast and watched myself on a video, it's like, Ooh, wait, no, no, I don't like that. However, that's really just who we are and being able to to listen back and and learn that that was a milestone. Being yeah, able yeah. to record that with you was a milestone. And my daughter being able to do that was a milestone that most kids don't get to experience. So I'm I'm so excited for what's to come with you and yeah, both yeah. of your daughters. Um hearing them on the podcast. My kids are not so keen on 
being on my podcast yet. I'm still working on it. It's yeah. every day a work in progress. But but I love that you know you've opened up these doors and windows and said, okay, this is what's possible. You know, where yeah, where you, she, she, sure she, doesn't, she doesn't mind hearing that people hear her, but she also like your daughter doesn't like to hear her own voice either. Mm -hmm. So when I'm playing the, the final <laughs> round before I hit publish, she goes, oh gosh. And yes. she, we also had the same too fast, too slow, too fast, mm -hmm. just right. It was a bit of like uh, Goldilocks when it came yes. to recording, just right. Yes, that's that's so true. And and my daughter too, she will actually leave the room. She doesn't like to hear it. And yeah. I, I use her, her outro for me. It's the outro that she does for me. Um, only at certain times during the year or so. But when I, I'll tell her now and say, I'm going to use your outro. So if you want to excuse yourself and go work in another room, that's totally fine. But again, that's the process. That's, that's a gift we're giving them to say, you know, when people listen to you, this is what you sound like. And you should be proud of that. It sounds a little crazy in the beginning, but the more you do it, the more comfortable you get with it. And the more, the more confidence they can gain in the process. And this is the same for business owners, Young. The Absolutely. more they practice, the more, I mean, you and I probably, well, you've been on in the video sphere for a long time and you've been online as far as tech and teaching much longer than I have. But when I go back to some of my first videos <laughs> on Facebook or even on YouTube, I am, and I thought I was natural and comfortable then. I look now and I'm like, my goodness, half the time I don't even have, you know, a script. It's just a couple notes that I want to make sure I cover. Um, I still have to work about where my eye, I have to pay attention more to where my eyes go because even in one-on-one -on -one in-person conversations, I tend to look away. I get distracted, even though I'm still talking. So I have to do a better job of that. But if I look at where I've come from and where I am now on video and audio, I'm not the same. And so I think it's great for, you know, you to bring that up with the kids, but also with business owners, like start, because once you start, you'll evolve. And when you evolve, you feel more comfortable. When you feel comfortable, you have more confidence and the more confidence you have, the more easy, the easier it's going to be to share your message. Yeah. And that's really such a good point because I heard somewhere, I don't know who said this, but that if you go back and watch your first video or listen to your first audio, if you're not completely embarrassed by what you see or what you hear, then you've waited too long to do it. Right. And I always think that's such a, a brilliant sort of observation that in the beginning, we're all terrible and that's okay. <laughs> yeah. But now with online marketing, we can see the evolution. Other people can see the evolution. And I mm -hmm. think that's, such an important lesson for the kids whose parents are business owners, but for the business owners themselves, because yep. if we don't start, we can never get to that next level. Right. Right. It's the little, little changes and the little things from people who, you know, maybe use their hands too much in video and were constantly touching their hair or pushing their glasses back, right? Like you see those people that are constantly moving their glasses or changing their hair. Like you'll notice you rarely see my hands. I try not to touch my hair, but when my guest or someone's talking, I'll lift my glass and have a drink. But, you know, like same with you, we have our mannerisms that make us who we are, but we're comfortable. And we know that what we're sharing is valuable. Yes, so, so true. And I think everyone 
watching this on live replay or listening on the podcast, that's something that everyone needs to take to heart. As we're walking this online space, whether you have a brick and mortar business or simply an online business or both, knowing that you have an important message to share is the first point that we all have this responsibility to share the gifts and talents we were given. And you've really helped me to, to step into who I am a little more too, by the way that you teach marketing. So I would love to know if you have some pointers for Mm -hmm. our listeners and viewers about, you know, if they want to start a new podcast or they just have, they're just coming into this online space, or maybe they've even been in the online space for a while what are some tips you can give them about marketing their business better to be really inspired to market their businesses? Um, great question. So earlier this year specifically, um, I actually injured myself. I, I don't know how, but I had some swelling in my spine and I had numbness all the way to my le- left toe, all the way in my foot. And I spent a lot of time immobile because I couldn't feel my foot. I mean, it was weeks before like Mm -hmm. I felt myself again. And during that time I spent very quietly on the couch. I watched, I binge watched a little Netflix, I'll be honest, but um, I wasn't moving a lot. And something came to me that I now refer to as the love your biz map. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I named my business six years ago for the love of your biz. And it was, named that because I wanted to help people love their business and be reminded every day why they started. But really until I had this injury and came up with this love your biz map, it never occurred to me what people needed on a day-to-day basis to be able to love their business. Okay. So let me share the five elements. I'll share them pretty quickly, but I think it will help business owners be inspired. Like you said, to market their biz better online. And then I can absolutely give some examples. Fantastic. So the, the five elements that I believe you need in order to love your biz every single day is your thing. So either your product or your service. And this is actually a great exercise. If anyone's listening to the podcast or watching the live, you can actually draw a line, like put a heart in the middle of the page And then draw a line from the heart and write what your thing is, what it is that you sell or what it is you bring to the table, your product or your service. Now, across the way, I want you to draw another line and you need to know who that thing is for. So who is your dream client? And I'm sure that everybody who's listening has already identified who they want to market to, who they sell to, who they want to talk to when they're marketing. So you need your product or your service. And then you need your dream client. That's the second element. The third component is confidence. Okay. And it sounds crazy, but if you are not fully immersed in what you do and who you do it for, and I mean, (laughs) confidence in the biggest, boldest, baddest way that you could tell your mother, your father, your best friend, your best business buddy, that, that this is exactly what they need and why they need it, then you need to work on your thing because you're not confident enough about who, it, who it's for and what it is. So the third component is confidence. The fourth is support. You've got to have a circle of people around you, especially if you're doing this alone, like Yang and I are. I mean, we are solopreneurs. We have people who help us, but you've got to have people in your corner that you can talk to, that you can bounce ideas off of, 
that when you're having a low mo moment in your business that you can lean on them and you need to have that, that tribe, we'll call it, that group of people you can count on. And then the fifth and final component, and the one I really believe is the most important when it comes to marketing your biz better, is inspiration. And inspiration really in itself is what fills you up. So for me, Yang, taking a walk without my phone, going to the gym and having someone else tell me what to do for an hour, watching my kids in a soccer game or on a studio stage in a performance, a dance performance, um, hearing that my sister who lives down in Miami had the best week ever and can't wait to celebrate during the weekend or my niece and nephew, like just telling me that something great happened today, like anything that fills you up. And then I can't forget a really good cup of coffee, right? At the end <laughs> of the day, that's something that I find um, totally, absolutely inspires me. So I want all of our listeners here today to come up with what inspires them. And this is honestly above and beyond telling me that your kids inspire you. Like everything you do is because of your kids. Of course it is. I would hope that it is. This is above and beyond that. So when I go to the beach, I'm inspired. When I go in the woods, I'm inspired. When I take time away from my business, I get inspired. And that inspiration fills me up to want to share my thing with my dream client confidently because I know I have the support to market my business better. So that's the full five elements of the Love Your Biz map coming together. So ways that people can inspire themselves, number one, step away from the technology, young, right? Absolutely. Grab a book, read a book, watch a movie, take a walk, go to your favorite place or space, open up a photo album and remember the things that brought you to where you are today. Look at your wedding video, look at your honeymoon pictures. I mean, these are things that we all take for granted. I know everyone's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Trust me, if you do this, if you start celebrating the things that inspire you most on a daily basis, sharing that thing that you bring to the table with your dream client becomes more of a game and less of a burden. Yes, and that is so beautifully said that it all starts with that inspiration being able to take the inspiration and share it in the way of storytelling online. Yep. Yep. That's, that's when really the magic starts to happen. When, and when I started taking your process and doing that too, it became, like you said, more of a game. And I'm someone yeah. who, who digs marketing and, and likes it, but sometimes, you know, like anything in our businesses, it can yep. sometimes just feel like it's overwhelming and too much. So right. being able to take these five steps and think about that before I post anything online Yes. That's sort of the key for me that, you know, sometimes we get excited in the moment to share yep. something and that's cool too. However, if I do that, then I feel like, Oh, but I didn't, I didn't say this or I didn't do it. There wasn't the whole story sometimes when it's right. like on the fly. Right. And I think that it's um, the difference between popes posting just a post. If we're talking about marketing online or saying something just to show up, and posting with passion and purpose, right? So yes. when you're inspired, you're driven and reminded why you started. You are able to really think about, okay, I created this for a very specific person. So this message needs to be delivered loud and clear. I always say that you can hear me loud and clear because I'm talking directly to the person that needs to hear it most. And, you know, it's funny because when I, um, you were in, in a class that I, that I was teaching and we talked about like the inspiration piece and how, 
You don't have to worry about the thousands of people. You don't have to worry about the hundreds of people. If you just remember that there is one person that you need to shine your light for and shine it so bright. And uh, the analogy that I always use is the beacon of the lighthouse, right? So the, the lighthouse is on an island and um, there's a boat out in the water and that boat doesn't have radar. That boat doesn't know how to get to you. So you have to shine your light so bright so that boat, that single one boat can find its way to the lighthouse. And at the lighthouse is safety and security and everything that that boat needs. And that's, if you can remember that metaphor of the lighthouse and the beacon, the light that shines from the lighthouse to that one boat, it really changes the way you market your business. And I think that's really huge too. And I think for me, for a long time, I was missing that part. I didn't want to be the beacon. I wanted to be able to do the work and to be able to make an impact, but I was really hesitant to become that beacon. Mm -hmm. However, since we've met, I really sort of started to embrace that beacon mentality and shining the light. And yeah. that remembering to shine the light for that singular person who yeah. is on the other end of watching a video or listening to us on a podcast or anywhere else we show up online. Yep. Being able to touch the life of one other person. Yep. That's what we're here for. That's why right. we're on this planet, to be able to, to help somebody else get to a better place in their life by the experiences we lived and the things that we have gone through to be able to say, okay, I would love to share my experience, my life with you in the hopes that I can help you to get to that next level. I, I love, love, love this imagery of this lighthouse and being that beacon and drawing people to you with your light. Right. You know, they say that you, your vibe attracts your tribe. It's the same mm -hmm. thing. You know, it's that but law of attraction, it's the be the magnet, whatever you want it to be for you, for your imagery. Um, and I want to say that even when you think that your message and your story doesn't isn't touching someone, and when you feel like no one is listening, you still need to show up and you still need to shine that light for that one boat. And like, that's the big piece is, especially when marketers and small business owners are wrapped up in the numbers. Your numbers do not equal your worth. They do not equal your value. What, what equals your worth and your value is, the, is knowing that when the one person, that one boat connects with that light from the beacon and is brought safely to shore to get everything they need from you, that's the value that you bring to the table. And so I know people get wrapped up in the numbers, but at the end of the day, I mean, numbers do not 